<clears throat> our scripture lessons for those who will worship later through our live stream as we gather on this Easter vigil tonight <clears throat> come to us from the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 through chapter 2 and verse 2 from the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 10 and reading through chapter 15 and verse 1 the prophet Isaiah chapter 55 verses 1 through 11 the prophet Ezekiel chapter 37 verses 1 through 14 the prophet Zephaniah chapter 3 verses 14 through 20 the New Testament epistle to the Romans chapter 6 verses 1 through 11 and Matthew's gospel chapter 28 verses 1 through 10 <clears throat> I want to thank also tonight all of those who read the scriptures so beautifully and so powerfully uh, in our midst, um, so meaningful to me, and I hope that it was for you. Appreciate the devotion with which these scriptures were read as the history of salvation was narrated to us in this first portion of the vigil. I also want to thank tonight... <clears throat> Our altar guild, Donna and all of her helpers, who uh, it's a lot of work to change and beautify the sanctuary and make the space uh, beautiful for worship. And we appreciate so much all of their labors of love to do that for us. I also want to thank tonight our organist and our cantors and our musicians for the uh, diligent and hard work that they have done in preparing uh, for this uh, week. Appreciate them. And I want to thank my dear wife who uh, works in the office when you have four services back to back. Uh, it is a load and um, she does it gracefully and uh, I'm so appreciative of all of her help so that we might be here in this week also and might be here tonight. <clears throat> all right. Years ago there was a very wealthy man who, with his young son, shared a passion for collecting art. Together they traveled around the world, adding rare works of art to their collection. Priceless works from artists like Picasso and Van Gogh, Monet, and many others adorned the walls of the family estate. The widowed elderly man looked on with joy and pride as his only child became a very experienced collector. The son's trained eye and sharp business mind helped him to gain the respect of art dealers and collectors from around the world. One year as winter approached, war engulfed the nation and the young man left to serve his country. After only a few short weeks, his father received a telegram informing him that his beloved son was missing in action. As this frantic father awaited further news of his son's whereabouts, he feared that he may never see his son again. Days later, his fears were confirmed. The young man had died while rushing a fellow soldier to a medic. Distraught and lonely, the old man now faced the upcoming holidays with anguish and sadness. The joy of the holiday season, a joy that he and his son always anticipated, would visit his large estate no more. 
One morning, a knock on the door awakened this grieving father. When he opened the door, a soldier greeted him with a very large package in his hands. He introduced himself to the man by saying, I was a friend of your son. I was the one he was rescuing when he died. May I come in for a moment? I have something I need to show you. As the two talked, the soldier told of how the man's son had spoken to his comrades about he and his father's love affair with art. I'm an artist, said the soldier, and I want to give you this. As the old man unwrapped the large package, the paper fell away to reveal a portrait of his son. Though the world would never consider it the work of a genius, the painting featured the young man's face in stirring detail. Overcome with emotion, the man thanked the soldier, promising to hang the portrait above the fireplace. And when the soldier departed, the old man went to work. And true to his word, he hung the painting above the fireplace, removing thousands of dollars worth of rare art to make space for it. The old man sat in his chair and spent the remainder of the holidays gazing at this wonderful gift that he had been given. During the days and weeks that followed, the man realized that even though his son was no longer with him, his influence lived on because of those his life had touched. He learned that his son had rescued dozens of wounded soldiers before that fateful bullet took his life. As the stories of his son's bravery continued to reach him, this father's grief slowly began to heal. The painting of his son became his most cherished possession, eclipsing his interest in pieces for which museums around the world clamored. The following spring, the old man became ill and died. The art world was abuzz because with this collector's passing and his only son dead, his numerous paintings now would be sold at auction. The scheduled auction date arrived and collectors from around the world gathered to bid on what were some of the world's finest paintings. The auction began, however, with a painting that was not on any museum's list. It was the painting of the old man's son. The auctioneer asked for an opening bid, but the room was silent. Who will open the bidding at $100, he asked. A long silence followed. No one spoke. Then from the back of the room came a voice. Let's forget about this item and move on to the others. And several others in the room expressed their agreement. But the auctioneer replied, No, we have to sell this one first. Now, who will start the bidding? Finally, a neighbor to the old man spoke up. Will you take $10 for the painting? That's all I have. But I knew the boy so I would like to have it. I have $10, the auctioneer bellowed. Will anyone go higher? After more silence, the auctioneer said, going once, going twice, 
sold for $10. Cheers filled the room. Everybody was excited because now they could get on with it. The auctioneer then said, Ladies and gentlemen, the auction is now concluded. Everybody in the room was stunned. And finally one of them spoke up. Wait a minute, there are millions of dollars worth of art in this place. We demand that you explain to us what is going on. It's very simple, the auctioneer replied. According to the will of the Father, whoever takes the Son gets it all. Brothers and sisters, we have come a long way with Jesus through Lent and now Holy Week. And now we stand on the brink of that moment when all of the benefits of his passion become ours. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. God has made this Jesus who was crucified both Lord and Christ. He has exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So as we come to the Lord's table tonight on this great vigil, let us rejoice and give thanks that we share in Christ's life that we share in his victory over sin and death and the grave. For we are heirs of God's blessing and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And whoever has the Son has all the fullness of the Father's will. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.